Hello and welcome to episode seven of the How To Hobby podcast. I'm your host, John Power, joined once again by the man with a plan, Sean Bennett. He is here to give you some of his knowledge that is continually outpouring out of his amazing brain. Sean, how you doing? You know, uh, I've never had anyone call say I have an amazing brain. So I'm, I'm on a high right now, Don. I'm doing good. <laughs> How about you? I'm gassing you up, man. Ready for, uh, for episode seven. It's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be an experience. I'm doing well. Uh, that's just hanging in there. Everything seems to be running at Mach Mach five in my life. I'm getting ready to, to do a major bike ride this weekend. Um, going for the hundred mile ride. So hopefully I'm able to complete it and not fall over. <laughs> well, at least you, you can fall over afterwards, but not, not during, but not, I, more, not during. Well, not if, during. I, if I do, I'm going to, I'm going to give you a call. I'm going to be like, Sean, yeah. I need your tent. I, I need, <laughs> I need support. Come pick me up. I need Bag. help. Sag support <laughs> immediate. More power to you, man. That is impressive. That is yeah, really- well, thank you. Thank you. Um, well, let's get into tonight's amazing topic. I think you guys are really going to like it. It's something that Sean and I are very passionate about. We, we, we do it on the daily, really. I mean, we're always looking for new opportunities to improve. But first, we got to get into our, our news related to the show. If you have any questions, listeners out there, you can reach us at our at our Gmail account, which is the How To Hobby Podcast, or sorry, not the How To Hobby Podcast at gmail.com. You can write us, reach us at our website, which is the How To Hobby Podcast.com. And additionally, Sean has been working behind the scenes, as I've been saying, I've been toying with this. Uh, he's kind of like the, the wizard from The Wizard of Oz. Uh, behind the curtain and he's been working on the how to hobby podcast instagram and sean it's coming together just swimmingly right it is yeah i'm using my uh, a little bit of my photoshop skills that i learned in class last semester and i'm putting together some some uh, posts for us to try and get our name out there a little bit and so that listeners can feel comfortable reaching out to us you know asking questions giving us suggestions for new episodes so uh, go check out How To Hobby Podcast. No underscores, no periods, no anything on Instagram. How To Hobby Podcast. At How To Hobby Podcast. We'll see you guys on there. Give us a follow. Like a post of Sean's. Uh, he's probably going to be putting up some some amazing stuff. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be watching like a hawk. Usually Sean's wa- the one watching the comms, but I'm going to be watching the, the Instagram comms here. So... But without further ado, let's get into our topic tonight. It is going to be education for episode seven. And you guys might be scratching your heads going, what is what is what is this? Who are these guys and what are they doing? Well, Sean and I are very passionate about education. And to start off, we just kind of want to tell you why it's important to us. So, Sean, why is education important to you? Education has always been important to me from the time I was a little kid. Um, Not for the same reasons. When I was a kid, education was important because it was just fun. Now, as I've gotten older and kind of come into adulthood, education has been a way for me to expose who I am and my passions in life and, and, you know, getting to push my brain on a daily basis of whether it's in school or whether it's a hobby on the outside of just getting to know me better. So that's my journey in life. I think it should be everyone's journey in life is to get to know yourself better. And education allows me the opportunity to do that and, and learn how to fail. Like Don and I talk about all the time, learn how to fail, be patient, go through, have uh, you know goals, do everything you need to do. That's why education is really, really important to me. What about you, John? Well, you, you couldn't have said it better, Sean. You're just hitting the how to hobby podcast core values right on the head. I mean, bringing education forward is kind of like us bringing the backbone of why we do this show. And for me, uh, I just, it's a continued life is a continued learning experience. And if you're not failing and realizing that you're not optimal at just about everything, then you're not viewing it in the proper light. And for me, I'm, I'm always trying to view through the lens of how can I do this a little bit better? How can I come into this 
mindset and or conversation a little bit more efficiently. And I mean, that's just kind of the scratching the surface. So Sean, let the listeners know uh, what's your educational background? Where did you, I, I guess, let's just start at a college level and, and kind yeah. of leave it at that. And, and where did you go to school? Yeah. So I went straight from high school to a four-year university at San Diego state. Uh, it's a four-year local college out here, and it's. I did a four-year program. I got my bachelor's in mechanical engineering, similar to John. Uh, and I, <laughs> when I graduated from college, I my whole life from the time I was five until I think I graduated at twenty-two, I had only known school. School was my. It was my identity. I lived for assignments and quizzes and homeworks and midterms and finals. And so when I graduated, I told myself, I don't want to go back to school. <laughs> it's just, I can't, <laughs> I need something different. And so I kind of wavered for a while and spent a few years just working uh, with John and doing what we do as engineers. And then I decided that I, I didn't, I, I like engineering, but that's not what I want to do the rest of my life. Uh, I really want to get into more of the business and management sides. Uh, so on a whim, just sitting in my room, I think it was like 1030 at night. I was complaining that I was like not happy and I didn't know what I wanted to do. And my girlfriend was like, go look at one of the community colleges and see if they have any classes. And I was like, okay. So I went and for the past year, pretty much, uh, I've been taking classes at one of the local community colleges out here. I'm getting my associates in marketing. I'll hopefully finish that degree this fall. I took some auto shop classes. Um, I think once I finish my degree in marketing, I'm going to focus on getting some certificate of proficiencies in project management and business management so that I can have be more prepared for the management side, hopefully in my future job. So that's even, and that's just school. I mean, I've, I've also had a lot of education where I've taken just one day classes and John and I will get into those as we get into how to get it section of education. But for me, I went from a four year, took a few years off. Now I'm back at a community college, getting a couple degrees in marketing and uh, project management. Beautiful. Yeah. That's uh that's amazing, Sean. It, it Definitely, I have to live vicariously through you because the kiddos are—they're not stopping, and 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 I can't—I I don't even—I don't even know. My one-day classes are are—that's what I'm holding on to. Mm-hmm. My one-day <laughs> moments to shine, and uh, yeah. Oh well. So I guess I'll tell you a little bit, listeners, about about what what my background is. I. A um, little bit different than Sean. I was here adi- also in Southern California. I attended a uh, community college, uh, two of them actually. They're the Grossmont and Cuyamaca Community College System. And I did the first two years, uh, but realistically, Sean, it was probably three uh-huh. uh, because I was also pursuing drums uh, as, as a passion of mine um, and playing uh, around San Diego County. I, I had goals related to it, but realized that, um, I really wanted to complete my education and, and finish and finish the the task of getting my bachelor's. So I transitioned out of Grossmont and Cuyamaca with, I got a couple minors. Um, one in, I had enough math to get like a computational, um, math degree um, as like a minor, which was cool. And, and then I moved on to San Diego state, met you. And we continued on to absolutely, uh, move fast. I mean, I think <laughs> I flew through those last few flew, years, <laughs> flew through those last when, man, when you see that light at the end of the tunnel, you really pick up speed. Um, but I don't think I actually did. So you did four years. I probably did three years of community college, but on and off in the first year, I was not full time. Uh, And then I kicked into full time in my last two years. And then I think I was a semester over uh, at SDSU, but got that, that piece of paper, Mm -hmm. the bachelor's in mechanical engineering. It's very exciting. It's something I definitely look to. It's a, it's a great um, goal to have achieved, but that doesn't mean that I'm stopping. And just like you, I'm continually searching for things to pursue and to get better, more proficient in work and 
uh, well, even this podcast, um, we've learned a ton through this process. And it's something that really, I think, will probably be uh, valuable as we move on in in our careers, because definitely. It's, <laughs> it's good to be able to go into something, have no idea what to do and, and troubleshoot <laughs> through. So. Now, I mean, we're, we're perfect listeners. Everything we do is. Oh yeah. We, we get it first try every time. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely not. That is we, not how uh, education works. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. So, so you, you, you have a safe place here with Sean and I don't let the, uh, the pedigree scare you away from this episode. We are going to walk you through in a nice calm manner uh, with just enough passion to get through education and make it fun for everyone. So Sean, let's get into what you need, which is uh, the way we always start it. We're going to go through our, our typical form listeners. It's going to be what you need, how to get it and how to get out and do it, do education well to the best of your abilities. So let's start with what you need. And Sean, why don't you take us through our first point? Yeah. So when it comes to picking up either a hobby or you're going to school, the, the most important thing, and, and I think this is two points that, that are tied really, really strongly together is you need to one, have an interest in the subject matter. You know, obviously, if you pick something that you're not interested in, you're not going to stick with it. So find something that you mm. really have an interest in. And, it, and again, there's, there's also nothing wrong with not really knowing what you want to do. It's, it's totally okay to, to pick some things and play around and go to school for this, try this and, as a hobby. And open and, up the uh, community college catalog at 1030 exactly. at night. And <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's that I think is part of the process in itself. But once you find something that you have an interest in, a really, really important place to start in terms of education is having a goal, something to work towards. So like when we were in, when John and I were in college, our goal was that piece of paper, the the degree that allowed us to get the, to start our careers as engineers. Uh, but it could be anything. I mean, it could be, you know, when I was learning some Python, my goal was to create a randomizer through Python code. And so just having a goal for the program, but also having big goals, but also small goals. It's important to remember mm -hmm. that, you know, when you're picking up a new educational hobby or anything that you're, you're really learning, you have to have one big goal, and that's usually finishing the program or getting a degree, whatever it is. But then you also need to have milestones, uh, and it could be on a weekly basis or a monthly basis, but to have something, milestones to set so that you can show yourself you're making progress and also enjoying the journey of getting to those milestones and not just waiting for this one big goal to be finished at the end. Yeah, and that that is so important. Uh, just Just to keep... Keep your goals attainable, especially initially. I mean, you don't want to be going out there, putting yourself at risk of dropping out because, and I, and I mean, I put dropping out lightly in the sense that even, even some of your personal goals may easily be let go. And, uh, that's, that's not usually something that's super fun. I mean, when I have goals, I, oh man, I have to. I have to let you guys know something. Um, I also do some YouTube videos on the side. Uh, it's a little passion project of mine to, to put videos up. And Sean, I, I told you it about probably a month ago that I had this new goal that I was going to put up oh. a video a week. You did? And I did it for about three weeks. And then I got stuck in the editing. Ah, I don't even know what to call it. Uh, it's, it's a circle. Uh, and it just makes you, oh no, it's, I don't know how to push forward. Uh, and, and you get that writer's block, but in this, it's kind of like video, video creator block. <laughs> and so I, I, I wasn't able to, I didn't keep going. And so it's still sitting in my queue and I'm, I haven't dropped the goal, but I definitely am, am yearning to get back on track because it's never fun to just kind of let it sit. Now, there's plenty of reasons why I can defend myself, but at the end of the day, I think it's important to uh, still push really hard and, and think, why not? Why not just push through it? And uh, regardless of your situation, I have two kids, Sean, so it, that can be a major deterrent for reaching my goals, but I don't like 
to let it be something that keeps me from moving forward successfully because you can, you easily can. It, it, it is easy to do. And, and that's another really important thing that I like that you brought up, John, is you're going to run into walls at some point of, you know, things that are, are making it difficult to get to it or maybe you lose interest or whatever it is. And that's something that life, life just life in general, life. that's something that milestones can really help um, because it allows you to set, especially if you just set small milestones of like, I just want to accomplish this one thing this week. Uh, I'm currently like uh, my education thing is I'm trying to learn knots right now, like for getting better at backpacking and I eventually want to get into hunting and things like that. And so my mm. milestone is I want to learn one new knot per week. Ooh. So, like just super simple. Like I'm not, like it. I'm not trying to go too far. I'm not trying to say I want to learn five knots right today. I just one knot per week. And that's what I want to work on. And so, uh, so, so Sean, you got to just let me know what, what yeah. knot did you, what was your first knot you learned? Uh, I, it's simple, simple square knot. I mean, just square a nice, knot. simple overhand, um, you know, knot that it, it allows you to just perfectly tie two lines of uh, two ends of the rope together. So either you're connecting two pieces of rope or, or cordage or whatever you're using or to create a loop. Simple square knot is, is really important. My current knot I'm learning this week is the bow line. Um, oh yeah, that's number on, two. Yep, it's on the easier end, but I think it's an important one to know how to do. Uh, is to just get the bowline because it's it's a really important one, especially um, if you're doing anything where you need to so uh, pass the rope through something, around something, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Uh, I plan Whoa. on learning next week. I can't remember what the name of it is, but they call it the. Uh, is it is it the clove hitch? No, it's or not. Is the it a type hitch. of hitch? No, I can't remember the name. Uh, I was watching a video last night on how to do it. Um, oh. It's called like the uh, cord, essentially like not tying zip tie. Oh. Like you create a little zip tie action where friction knots down on itself. And then if you pull it the other direction, it, it loosens itself. I can't oh. remember the name of it. Uh, I haven't learned it yet. Nice. So. <laughs> You'll have <laughs> to let me know. Of, part of my edu- education goal, that's one of the milestones is I'm learning that that week. That, that is important to little milestones help overcome, you know, when you're going to run into issues or your know, life just gets in the way. Um, it's important to have those little milestones because it keeps you on track. Well, that is, uh, that is something that we, we can't state enough listeners and, and we've probably stated too much, but it's really important. So <laughs> we're going to jump into the next thing you need. That was kind of a two-parter point and we're, <laughs> We're off to a hot start. We've already talked about the bowline. Uh, great knot holds a lot of of, of sheer stress. Um, but let's talk about a good attitude and patience because that is the next thing you need to complete education and complete it well. Um, without a good attitude, and we've we've talked again. This is this is another one of our core values here. Uh, in any hobby, bringing a good attitude is going to be extremely helpful because when you do hit these roadblocks that Sean was talking about, when life comes down on you and maybe, maybe even you have to take a chance to maybe go and get a job or, I mean, there's various reasons why you may need to put education on hold, Mm -hmm. but never let it just go continually on hold and we'll kind of get into this throughout the podcast, but um, patience is very important to keep yourself in that positive headspace of, okay, well, I understand that maybe this is going on and I I need to keep my part-time job to be able to pay for school. So I need to, you know, go off and Sean, I'm interested because I remember when I was in college, mm-hmm. uh, a very common one that I would hear for people that were stopping was, Oh, I just can't afford it right now. Yeah. I, I'm, I won't, uh, I won't make it where I'm at currently. And unfortunately, a lot of those people never came back. I don't know if you, you saw this pattern in, in some of your, um, oh, yeah. I, I definitely saw that pattern. Um, some people say, you know, I have to come up for work or I just can't afford it right now. And, and you, you say you're going to come back to it, but in reality, a lot of people don't. So that that's something to keep in mind too. Yeah. So giving yourself the patience to one, be able to go through those life changing, life orienting uh, things that come up roadblocks, but then get back on the horse and Mm -hmm. 
and resaddle up, get back on the, uh, the, the gas pedal and you will be able to continue on. But let's, let's go a little bit more. Uh, what, 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 what would we say? Tangible, Sean? More um, or technical, I guess. Um, <laughs> in terms of, because we've, we've been very like high level, like you got to have an atti- a good attitude and patience. But another really important part of picking up an education is the tools of the trade. Um, you know, a lot of, of colleges are online right now. Like I'm currently going to Miracosta Community College. They're fully online. So all classes are online. That might change just as, you know, COVID is, doesn't become a thing anymore. But, you know, you need to have some sort of a computer, laptop, desktop, whatever it is. Or if you're getting into more of a hands-on trade, uh, like let's say you're getting a woodworking or getting an auto shop, actually having those tools, you know, for woodworking, simple saws, hammers, uh, routers, things like that. If you're working on cars, having some sort of a lift or having some sort of just a wrench set. Um, it's important to have the tools of the trade. Now, that's a, there's a fine line there. John and I have talked about this a lot of times before. So like Even when we started this podcast with hiking, there are certain levels of, of getting into tools of the trade. You might convince yourself I need the most expensive tools. In reality, you kind of just need tools that will get you started. That's the most important part is when you're, when you are looking into quote tools of the trade of what your, the hobby is or the education, the program, the schooling, whatever it is, whatever you can afford that gets you in there and gets you doing it, that's what you need to get. Don't focus on getting the most expensive laptop. Don't focus on getting, you know, the best saw, the best hammer, whatever it is. Like (laughs) focus on getting what you, what will actually get you motivated and into the education. Yeah. uh, Adam Savage in his book that he wrote about this exact thing, he said, get the tool that gets the job done first, whether it's Harbor Freight, uh, you know, like $5 and you'll actually find out the the great thing about it is you actually learn with the tool. So you learn why it works and how it works and the mechanism it's using to employ to get the job done and maybe Mm -hmm. where its shortcomings are. And you know what, when it breaks potentially, because it is (laughs) Harbor Freight, uh, you can go back to Home Depot and get the one that you really want because, well, Sean, you know how it is when you go into Home Depot. There's about 13 different versions of the same tool and you don't really know. You're like looking at different linkages and mm-hmm. like different mechanical, you know, forces that are being utilized to create the force you need to cut the thing. Or, and you're like, well, which one? I just need it. So Harbor Freight can be good in my mind. Um, yeah, I yeah. 100% agree. Like the, finding those starter stores, whether it's, I mean, something as simple as maybe a Hobby Lobby or maybe like a, just just somewhere, even swap meets or just the used market. Um, I think just getting, we'll get into that with how to get it. But I think the the important part of the tools of the trade is get what you need that gets you into the activity. And then you can focus later on buying the, the fancy stuff. But uh, I, yes. think, I think that that is it for our, our technical side of the what you need, John. That's right. And I did want to just... I, I, I had to say the title of that book. It's every tool is a hammer. Life is what you make it at by Adam Savage. Highly recommend the book. Um, Sean and I have talked about it. I've, I've read it. Sean, have you read that one yet? I have not. You and I have, um, you mentioned it a while ago. I kept meaning to buy it, but I haven't. It's, but I do oh know man, it's a really good book. Super, super great. So yeah, if you want to kind of dive into his mind for a second, check out that book. Um, all right, let's move on to how to get it. So this is where we're going to dive into, we're going to take a deep dive into how to get your education. And this is going to be a little bit different, a little bit more non-conventional because mm-hmm. I think today, Sean, me and you could agree, and I don't know if we've talked about this super in-depthly, um, but you can get a great education outside of the uh, academia. 100% you can. Yeah. yeah. So I know I know that um you know two two the most common places you go to to get when you think of getting an education is an accredited university, something like San Diego State University that both Ron and I went to, or a local community college like Miracosta, Grossmont Cuyamaca, you know, in San Diego we have a plethora of community colleges. Uh and <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with those schools. <laughs> I'll admit there's nothing wrong. Um, you know, I was convinced when I was in high school, I had to go to a four-year school or I was going to be behind everybody. Turns out, I think I, I really wish I had gone to a community college first, spent some time, saved some money, 
uh, you know, actually like explored what I wanted to do a little bit rather than just going straight into a four year and, and the SDC told me exactly what I was going to take at the exact times. You have no freedom. I, yeah. kind of wish I played around with it more. But one thing that I did experience last semester, I took a eight week accelerated Photoshop course. And while the course was amazing and I learned a lot, I will say that I learned more through YouTube than I did through my paid college class. <laughs> Wait, you're Sean, you're saying that YouTube is actually a valuable free resource? Yes, yes, I will say YouTube is absolutely oh amazing. And I've listened to other podcasts, interviews of people who have gotten degrees. And a lot of them have said, I wish I had just started at YouTube. Uh, you know, if you really have the interest and the time and the want, you can learn as much, if not more, from YouTube than you can from a an accredited university or community college program. The only downside is you don't walk away with the de- the degree, but it could mean you could get a solid, solid foundation first, and then when you do go to take the degree program, it'll be a breeze for you. So YouTube is a great resource. Yeah, I've actually got a good story related to that one because even without the degree, sometimes the things, the tools that YouTube equips you for can be even more valuable to a a potential um, hire, a company that's looking for maybe a coder or uh, I mean that there's there's a couple of things that maybe are a little bit easier to learn. Obviously, computer programs and YouTube go together pretty well. Mm -hmm. Um, Sean, my buddy. Um, he's actually, uh, my wife's cousin, uh, he went on YouTube and learned how to code. He just kind of, I think out of high school, um, or during his high school, he was one of the first people to really dive into coding. And, uh, he worked his way up through, you know, the, the various courses that, I mean, you know, there's like thousands of videos on Mm -hmm. some of this. I think he started with, um, it was JavaScript and, and, you know, sort of like, like one, he started with one language and, and went through every single episode of one guy's thing. And then actually out of that, the interesting thing that came out of that was he was able to, to develop a game through coding that he, that was like his personal project. Right. So he got the inspiration from YouTube to, I'm sure that there was coding, uh, how to code a game or something. And, and he took and run that run ran with that and created this game. And then uh, believe it or not, he was interviewing with blizzard at the time and they said, Oh, well actually we don't really care that you don't have a degree. Cause he, he didn't have a degree, but we're just interested. Have you done anything or created anything yourself that we can dive into and see what you're worth? And so he showed him his game and they hired him on, on the spot. Uh, so wow, that's kind that of a, amazing. Yeah. That's a cool story. And now just, just to let you know where he is now, he's now leading a team of coders at twitch.tv, which, well, we talked about twitch.tv. Haven't we Sean on the streaming yeah. episode? If you guys haven't heard it, episode four, um, go check it out. And we talk about streaming on Twitch, but he is one of the people who, leads the team of engineers now. So let's just say this stuff is very valuable and do not think for a second that what you may be learning on YouTube will not get you a job because he doesn't have a degree and yet he's making more money than me, Sean. Probably Mm -hmm. me and you put together, but (laughs) it is possible as a quick, I just decided to Google. I was like, I was curious how many YouTube videos have been created, you know? And so apparently since YouTube implemented their content ID, which is their tracking, there have been over 800 million videos uploaded to YouTube by, uh, as moly, of, of the start of 2021. Um, I think they say it would, if you started and watched every video that's currently on YouTube, it would take you over 60,000 years of nonstop watching to watch each and every video. So oh. when you, if you ever guess like, Oh, I don't know if what I want is on there. I guarantee somebody has posted something on YouTube. Uh, I know like I even heard a fact in a podcast the other day that, most there's statistically more people actually search YouTube to learn things than people search Google. It's actually the number one search engine in the world because people would rather watch a video than read. 
So mm-hmm. YouTube is an amazing, amazing resource. You can learn almost anything you want on there within reason. And obviously there's a lot of videos on there that are questionable, but I know that, that YouTube has some amazing content. Um, and it's just, I recommend everyone start on YouTube when you're getting into a new hobby. You know, that's where I learned most of the things I know how to do with guns was through YouTube or um, yeah, just just various things like that survival prepping that I've been working on. It's been through YouTube. So I, I recommend everyone start there. That's great, Sean. And I did just want to talk about additionally, like community college. I didn't actually go through at the beginning, sort of my background with it and how it shaped me. But I can definitely say, Sean, highly recommend if you are going to be going the college route, because again, there, there are certain things that college does equip you for and give you right out of the box. So if you're, if you're not somebody who wants to sit on YouTube all day and, and really, you know, is self-driven in that way, that's totally fine. I would highly recommend the community college route to start. Like Sean kind of said, you can open up your little um, fall semester or spring semester book that comes out and, and just start picking and choosing things that may be interesting to you. I didn't know I was going to be an engineer going into my community college and started taking some basic engineering courses and math courses again to, you know, really understand and think about this life changing decision, which it is, Sean. I mean, this is Mm -hmm. something that will shape our lives depending on what we choose and how we choose it. I, I wanted to stick with the STEM related fields, but I didn't really see myself as the doctor type. So, uh, yeah, I, I fell on engineering and I got a great education through community college. I was able to save some money, Sean. I know you brought that up. Um, and I was actually able to save for my semesters at the four year. So again, you, you're more better equipped to when life throws you curves, curveballs. Mm-hmm. you can then say, well, it's okay. I have money put away for, for this rainy day that I'm having to go through. And that really helped me, um, to, to finish my degree and not have to worry about it and, and stop because once you build that momentum and I I would even say, this is something we didn't talk about, Sean, but the momentum factor of creative energy when it comes to learning and education is so real. Um, I don't know. I I don't know if you agree, Sean, but it just feels like when you establish a regular pattern Mm -hmm. of reciprocation, there is a this energy that continues to fuel. And once you really build up enough steam, like you said, we, we both kind of said, well, man, when we saw that light at the end of the tunnel, we, it was full speed ahead. It, you really are, are at max push. Oh, so 100% because that, that day-to-day motivation of seeing and also looking back and seeing how far you've come and how quickly you've done it like that, that will get you moving forward even faster. And it's just a compound effect of just, expel like expanding your skills and really moving and and just really getting motivated it there's nothing quite like uh looking back and going man i have accomplished i've learned so much in the last six months you know look here here i am versus where i was imagine where i'll be in another six months like there's nothing as motivating as that question of where will i be in six months from here well and one of one of my favorite book, Sean, I've I've mentioned it a number of times, actually not on this podcast yet, which I'm surprised. It's actually The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. And I highly recommend it to you listeners. If you haven't dove into this idea of slow, methodical, um, you know, repeatable patterns that you're doing each and every day, even if it's five minutes, uh, you would be so surprised by how much you're actually getting out of that regular routine. And I mean, this is life-changing stuff. I get really excited about it because I've seen it in my own life. I'm in a band. Um, I am a drummer. I play once a week with my band. We practice. And I think a lot of people think, oh, once a week, that's that's like nothing. Like you're, you're I mean, it's once a week, right, Sean? It's not like every day. Mm-hmm. And yet we see... I mean, we have seen so much growth. I like to take videos and look back at, you know, when we first started in 2017 to where we are now in 2021 and just seeing the, the, you know, continually, it's almost like exponential growth because you don't, you're seeing snippets in time and it just really excites you to, 
to really see that. So, um, well, let's actually dive in. That is going to be the next thing that we're going to talk about here, which is books. Um, it's, you can learn a lot from books. Uh, we've talked about two here, Sean, maybe there's a couple that you, you have learned a lot from as a whole, maybe understanding life, how to, how to interact with education. But if I can guarantee you, if you were to walk into a Barnes and Noble and not know the thing that you're looking for, you can probably find a book with just an inkling with a small uh, idea of what you're looking for and learn more about it in that next hour looking than, um, you know, maybe you would even think possible. Yeah, that's a great, great point. Um, like books, books are an amazing resource. I have, I built my own bookshelf in my room a few years back. Um, and yes. I, cause I have a plethora of, of books, um, <laughs> many leather bound books. <laughs> You know, I actually don't. Um, I, I mainly oh. focused on uh, like a lot of my books. I grew up really, really enjoying like fantasy sci-fi novels. And so that's what a lot of my collection is now. But it's also shifting more towards some of the firearm novels, uh, some of the oh, history cool. of firearms, things like that. Um, but like, you know, Salt, Fat, After Heat, you know, we've talked about it as a cookbook. Amazing mm-hmm. book to learn about cooking or Super Life by Darian Olean, who did, um, you know, the, the TV show with Zac Efron. I mean... They're oh, yeah. teach you more than, you know, you could imagine. And, and the cool part about Barnes and Noble is if you ever just wander in there and you grab a book, you don't have to buy that book to read it. You could sit, <laughs> you could sit there all day long in one of their chairs and just read that book. So if, if financial, uh, hardship is one of the things that's holding you back from, you know, buying books or going to college or anything like that, you know, just walk into your local Barnes and Noble, pick a book and, and just sit down and start reading and spend an hour. You go there once a week and you will learn more than you would have had you not gone. I mean, it's, it's an amazing resource that you can use. Again, you have other things like YouTube that you can do for free as well, but um, yeah, but books are amazing. I really, really enjoy reading them. It's, it's can't be said enough. If I've really dove into books more in the later parts of my life and I, man, I've just, it's, it's so amazing. So we'll keep talking about books throughout again, the how to hobby podcast, but let's jump into the more specialized side of schooling and education. And this is going to be your run of the mill trade school. But I think Sean, it's shifting this. It's, it's Uh starting to make a a shift to, as you, as we hinted at online related, um, you know, you can, there's tons of different coding academies that are at your fingertips. Now Um, we do still have the brick and mortar trade schools from what I understand. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're definitely still out there. I just did a quick Google search, San Diego Trade Schools, and I found Electrical Training Institute of San Diego and Imperial Counties, Concord Career College, Trade School Near Me dot edu. Like there's, <laughs> there, there are a plethora of trade schools out there still. That's right. And so, if you know what you're interested in, I know a huge one. Uh, that, uh, well, all right. So we're gonna pack you with some value. All right, listeners. If you want to have a surefire way to get a job in the next five years, I'll tell you right now, get into coding. You will not, you will not look back. Uh, Sean and I have both dove into it. And as Sean hinted at, he had taken some Python classes. I am very interested in coding as, as an engineer. It's just fun, right, Sean? It, it is. It, it's a whole other, it's learning a new language. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. And, and, to be able to have that skill and sort of become this multilingual, uh, like computer engineer, it's it's just very exciting and something that you can learn again a ton on YouTube. But yes, they're specifically trade related schools like Udemy, Code Academy, and these vary in the way that they you you know some are in person and. I'm, well, I'm assuming most are online now, but you can definitely still have and acquire the in-person um, side of schooling as COVID is calming down here. And I mean, I know some that I would, oh, Sean, man, one day I'm, I'm going to be honest, man, I'm going to, I'm going to call you up and I'm just going to say, Hey, Sean, we're going to cooking school. <laughs> <laughs> I would be down. That you know is me. like, oh, that's like my, uh, I just want to know. I just want to get the hat, man. You know. <laughs> You know, you can just buy the hat online, probably. 
Well, yeah, but I wouldn't know how to cook <laughs> eggs a hundred different ways. So <laughs> I'm, I'm telling Allie to get you a hat for, for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's oh man. And then I'm going to walk around the house toting it all the time. <laughs> So, so yeah, let's, uh, jump through some of the, well, again, so cooking school, if that's not your thing, there are additionally, and Sean, I have mentioned these, uh, Sir Latab uh-huh. is a place you can go and, and get some day one. Now that's something that's a, an attainable goal, Sean, we can it go is. and do, uh, a Sir Latab cook night. I'm down. Yeah. They're, they're really awesome. I, I take in five i think so the top cooking classes um oh wow I took them, yeah I, took them. That. I learned i mean for me the thing i wanted to learn is i was afraid to cook chicken and so i said i'm taking this cooking class at serve top on breaking a whole chicken down and how to cook it in like four different ways and that just spurred my love of cooking like we've talked about oh, on, nice. on our cooking podcast like taking those classes learning from the chefs it was really really cool you're paired i would go by myself so i was paired with just random people I never met before. And you get to listen to their life stories and see how they prep the food. Um, it was really amazing. And during COVID, Servitab is still hosting cooking classes, but instead of when the meal is complete and you know, complete and cooked, you would normally sit around the table and everyone would get a portion of it and you sit and eat dinner. Now they do to-go containers. So you still go to the whole cooking class, you cook everything yourself, you make a to-go container, and then you leave with that food. Uh, and so not only do you get to learn how to cook, you get a free meal. Uh, well, you pay for the class, but you still get food. Out. So, uh, <laughs> it's a little expensive. It's but a little it's... expensive, but, but worth it. I mean, you'll learn yeah. more, more than you thought you would. And it, it's just a lot of fun. What, um, what is it like 60 bucks or is it a little bit more than it, that? It entirely depends on which class you're taking. Oh, so that's like right. They range the, it. Yeah. The pasta classes will maybe be cheaper than like a steak class or um, like a sirloin class. So they'll, they'll do sometimes... Mm-hmm do like holiday specific, like cookie decorating, um, just, just random things. Um, it's just, it's really, really cool to check out Sir Latab and learn from professional chefs who, you know, own restaurants in San Diego or wherever your local area is. Oh man. Yeah. It's so cool. So let's, let's put that on the books. That's outside of the how to hobby way. Uh, we'll do that. We'll do that on the, on the, the cell phone comms, but, um, <laughs> Let's jump into this next one. It's something you've done a lot of, Sean, which mm-hmm. I am super impressed by, but you've gone and done a number of things related to firearms, which, and we talked about how important that training is in episode five. So yeah, give a little bit of your experience in that. Yeah. So one of the, the, the sections that we wanted to cover for the listeners today was outside of community colleges, accredited universities, YouTube, Code Academy, trade schools. There's also private companies. So uh, I took a two-day training class in Los Angeles held by the Firearms Training Academy. And they it's it's they have offer classes all the time on everything from concealed carry to just pistol one, pistol two, rifles, shotguns, anything you can imagine they have a class for. And it's a private company that just hosts shooting classes. I've took uh, I've took <laughs> <laughs> I've taken uh, classes of fieldcraft survival out in Heber City, Utah. So I took a course in land navigation. I took a course in first aid, stop the bleed. Uh, like there, there are more options outside of just universities or, or programs like that. And that leads more into education of maybe hobby specific, or you're kind of getting your feet wet. I've considered uh, taking some EMT classes next semester, mm-hmm. uh, just cause I think it would be really, really cool to know how to apply those first aid techniques I learned in the one class I took. To an actual, you know, say I came across a car crash or something like that, I could actually help people. Um, so there are private companies out there that that host classes on almost every subject. Um, in May, May Saturday, May twenty second, I'm taking a class with a company. It's a guy named Bearded Bowtie on Instagram. You should definitely check out his Instagram. He does live edge uh, kitchen tables, dining room tables, things like that. And he's taking his cuts, cutoffs of his live edge tables, and he's holding a nine to five class on creating a coffee table with a live edge piece of wood. And then you actually get to leave the class with that coffee table. Huh. So there's, there's all kinds of companies out there that will do private things Whoa. outside of degree programs. John, you're, see, you're starting to make education sound fun. <laughs> 
That's not, that's, that's yeah, what we live for, John. The listeners are scratching their head. They're going, wait a second. I, I didn't know that education was fun. <laughs> There's nothing. It, you get to shoot stuff and create coffee tables and candles, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. I took that. I did Dude, that yeah, little you, thing at <laughs> Candles on Tap. Like, <laughs> I've taken so many weird one off classes that I can't even remember all of them. But it's just another avenue of education that a lot of people don't think about. There are, if you have an interest, there is somebody out there who teaches what you want to do. I promise you that. That's amazing. I still want to uh, learn how to create Han Solo's entire outfit and cosplay <laughs> it, but I haven't really dug in yet. I'm, I, I might just cheat. There's a YouTube channel on that. I, I'm just going to go on Etsy and, and get it sent to me, but I, you will see me just, uh, I'm not even, it's not even going to be a Halloween thing. It's just going to be like the next time we come into the office, I'm just going to be always in my Han Solo battle belt. Uh, you know, I'll be oh, riding in. I would you love guys. that. I would love that. <laughs> hey, John here. Oh, John's in the building. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's jump into our final form of the of the evening, which is the how to get out and do it and do it well. The how to hobby way. We've given you the the nuts and bolts, the things that make you get excited about education. But now we're going to leave you with how to get out and do it well. And I think the first thing is you got to understand it's going to be a slow process. Don't put too much pressure on yourself to get it done. Rapid speed. When I went to community college, as I said, it took me three years to really get up and running um, with, with what I wanted to do. And I think I started Sean, just taking a class a semester. Uh I never stopped, but it was, I would take a class and I just start just chipping away because I had other things that I was doing. I was into music. I was working on, you know, growing in that area of my life, but I still kept on it. And I definitely think it helped me to continue because it was always in the back of my mind, like, Oh, I got to go back to class. Oh, I got to Even if it's just one, so focus on the journey, not the destination. And Sean, I think you want to say a little bit about this as well. Yeah, definitely. And I know I've mentioned it a few times uh, throughout the, this episode, but it, it's important to remember to set milestones and understand that it's going to be a slow process, like John said, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm taking two classes a semester right now outside of work, trying to get my degree. I'm doing slowly learning Python. I slowly learned about guns. Like it's, if you take the time and truly appreciate what you're doing, when you get to the end destination of feeling like, you know, what you're talking about, it will feel so much more satisfying. I mean, looking back two years ago, I didn't know anything about guns. It wasn't a passion of mine. I didn't know what I was doing. And now I have conversations with friends daily where I'm like, I'm talking about scopes and different lowers and ARs and I'm talking about different <laughs> handguns. And and it's so funny to me that I'm like, oh my God, over two years, I can now hold an intelligent conversation with somebody who's also intelligent about guns and actually be able to hold my own. You know, I didn't focus on trying to get to that point. It was just the daily grind of learning as much as I could. And in my experience, uh, pushing yourself too hard will be the quickest way to burn yourself out. Uh, when I went through my four years of, of engineering school, when I was done, I was burnt. I didn't want to go back <laughs> to, to school. I didn't want to talk to anybody. Like I just wanted to work. Yeah, no, you were, you were and, in the throngs of dropout. I mean, if it would have went on another day, you would have just been, I'm out. I know it was, I'm it going was to really, go. Really yeah, I, I, I was burnt. But, and like the first time I tried to learn Python, I told myself, I have to get this. I have to be basically become an expert in three months. That's not practical. What was I thinking? Yeah. That's not that's not gonna happen. Come on, Sean. How <laughs> yeah, to hobby on. podcast core values, I man. I was a little younger, John. Like <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing, but oh I had, no, totally I understandable. I had to make mistakes so I could learn from it. But that's right. Yeah, exactly. Focus on learning. It's gonna be a slow process. There's nothing wrong with that. Just think in one week, you'll be farther than you were today. In two weeks, you'll be farther than you were that one week. It's really important to just get out and start doing it and start on the journey. So let's leave you tonight with these simple steps to end out our episode. It's going to be quite simple because we like to pack it with value, as you know, but start looking into something today. 
something that interests you, something that you haven't thought of before. And I guarantee you, you will be enlightened to just how exciting and fun it is. And and honestly, something outside of your normal day-to-day work, that is what's going to make you excited about education. Start crafting your own coffee table or making your own candle. But the thing that Sean and I really value the most when it comes to education and, and creating, it's completing your work, no matter how long it takes, no longer the roadblocks that get in your way, you have to complete your work to, to feel fulfilled. As Sean was just saying, he has now completed his, well, what, what would you say? Three quarters of the way into gun digest.edu. <laughs> and he is now having intelligent conversations. He's feeling and Sean, you have completed some work with, with guns as well. You've completed projects related to guns. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I built my own AR. Like I've done, I've done projects. I've taken classes and there it's, it's about doing the journey, but also making sure you stick to it. That's right. So as we close out guys, episode number seven, we want to thank you so much for sticking around to the end. Uh, it means a lot to us. Please reach out to us at how to hobby podcast dot com leave us a question and we will try and answer it as soon as possible sean is watching the comms like a hawk he's ready to to give you back some solid knowledge drop it and then who knows you might even be featured in a future episode because we're going to keep these coming whether you like it or not right sean oh yeah oh yeah we're going to keep them coming we're going we're gonna to advance this podcast and we will be here to fill your ear holes. That's right. So follow us at, at How To Hobby Podcast on Instagram. Check us out. Send us a line at howtohobbypodcast at gmail.com. And honestly, it has been a pleasure, Sean. Thanks so much for sticking around tonight to talk to me. I know uh, we're, we're both just filling each other's ear holes this evening, but It's been a pleasure once again. And guys, we look forward to touching base with you next week. Have a wonderful rest of your time until then. And Sean, take care.